emotion plays a significant role in our pathway, whatever pathway we choose. It can create obstacles, it can create opportunities. One of the biggest challenges though, is getting stuck in emotion. And what I've found is that one of the most impactful ways to get unstuck is to find support. So we're gonna talk about your pathway support, what that means and more on episode 787 of today's antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm good. And I got to say, Tom, uh, you know, part of the magic I do while that intro is playing is I go to Facebook and do some forwarding of things. And I have to go to your page. There is a just gorgeous photo of you and Liz on your page. I mean, it is just breathtaking. What is it of? I'm trying to even think uh, of what it's it from. Be. It's from your uh, son's wedding, I believe. Oh, from our wet from Keegan's wedding. Yes, your 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 wife could not look better. Now you, yeah, <laughs> no, you both look great. That's a that's a really nice photo. You should post it in the group so people can see it. Okay. Yeah. Well, are we walking and, down the aisle together, or what? What are we? Yes, doing? it's it's walking down the aisle together. Okay. Holding hands, you look very happy to be there. Just the proud father and the proud mother. Definitely, we're that. That's no doubt. No doubt. It's, it's, it, 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 it caught my eye immediately. Nice. So there you go. And I'm sure, you know, your wife is our marvelous voice artist who does that great opening for us. So people who have listened to this program or watched this program have had a connection to Liz whether they know it or not, they probably like to see and see if the voice matches the person, right? Okay. Not, not, to, not, to, not to force you into anything, but That's I mean, right. you can put it on Facebook. It's kind of fair game, right? I didn't put it there. Someone else put it there. Mm. My son, okay. I think, shared it. Or I don't know, maybe somebody else. I didn't. I did not share that myself. Oh, you're actually correct. It would be an Isabel posted that. That would be our daughter-in-law. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. She's so she's proud as well. Certainly. Did I? I'm sorry. I thought you posted. It. I didn't mean to. That's uh, all right. I'm not ashamed of it or anything. It's just I did not post it. There you go. Yeah. So, folks, if you go to the Ring of Renegades Facebook group somewhere in the next couple hours, Tom will post that photo so you can see what Tom and Liz look like, right? Or you could go to my Facebook page and you could find it there. Uh, well. you... I'm not yeah, sure how that you. content is impactful in our group. I don't know. Maybe it is. You never know. Well, you never know. We'll see. Fair enough. All right, everybody. Good morning and welcome. And, and to now, I, Tom, I feel like I feel like I've outed you, so I should probably out myself. If you go and look at my Facebook page, I think you'll see a photo of uh, uh, me, not me, but uh, two uh, containers of alcohol. 
I was at a brewery yesterday with someone and uh, they, I didn't notice, but they took a picture and uh, tagged me in a photo. So I, I, I will say that the um, beverage looks far better than I look. So a wise fashion selection by that person to put the beverage and not me. and judgment on yourself. I, it could be, could be. All right. Time to move forward, I believe. Welcome Time to, to move today's forward. There you go. Our daily broadcast and podcast, where each week, Bob and I have a conversation around a topic. Since the start of the calendar year, we've been talking about your pathway and all the things that happen along that pathway. And we're going to continue that conversation. As I mentioned in our opening, we're going to talk a little bit about support and what that looks like. You know, we talked last week about emotion and uh, we can get stuck in emotion. And sometimes we need some help to get out of it. So we'll talk more about that in just a minute. And as we go through that conversation, if you have thoughts or ideas that you would like to share, please feel free to put them in the comments because we know that will add value to the show. And, you know, Bob and I don't have all the answers. We have a lot of questions. We might not have all the answers. And so we welcome your value because we know it'll have an impact. And then at the end of that conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote, that thing that we hope will help you figure out if you're stuck and you're trying to find the support that you need, what that means and how it might help you figure out how to take that next step. And of course, if you have a one thing, even if you think that one thing might be so common that everyone knows it, pretty sure that not everyone knows it. So please feel free to share it because it might be exactly what someone else is looking for to help them continue along their own unique pathway to success. Before we dive into that conversation, though, every morning, Bob and I share our celebrations. So, Bob, what are you celebrating today? You know I like a good customer service story, Tom. You do. I, I, I do, I'm just, we're in, a, we're in a world now where people are always saying how poor customer service is, correct? You hear that a lot. I hear that all not for you. people. All they do is not for me, but I, I do have occasionally a unfortunate experience, but okay. I also have some great experiences. So I was at a uh, store, a local store over the weekend, and there's a person there that I know that has helped me purchase things there a number of times. And when I was there Saturday, I went up to him and I said, hey, here's the situation. I'm trying to purchase this thing. And what I was doing was completely different than every other time I had been to see him. So some changes in my life and just altered how I was handling a situation. So he said, oh, well, that sounds great. And um, I'm not the best person to help you. Let me get someone. So usually that means you're going to get thrown into the den of wolves. And you're, you're at square one and he totally blew me off. What he did is he gave this person the perfect thumbnail sketch. So when they came up to me, they knew exactly what I was trying to do, how I was going to do it, and just moved the process along. It was like it, it was a perfect handoff. And it took all of three minutes for him to just update the person on what, who and what I was and how I wanted to proceed. And it was really effortless. And so often when, when the person says, I can't help you because whatever, I've changed roles, I'm, I'm no longer what, it can be awkward and difficult, but this was really smooth and clean and just made me like this 
store even more. I would tell you the name of this store, but it would be, it's just better not, not to for a variety of reasons. So we'll leave it there. But I, I want I want to thank Tim. He knows who he is. Tim knows what he is and uh, Aaron, Aaron as well. So there you have it. That's my story. How about you, Tom? What do you celebrate today? Well, uh, I, I gave you I gave you enough to understand the situation, right? I think so. Yes. Okay. Yes. You might have. Well, yes, you did. Okay. Um. So my celebration is. So I had a I officiate as many people know girls and women's lacrosse, and I had a college game this weekend, and. Um, it was a close competitive game. Final score, I think, was 12-10, although it was 10-10 with like five minutes to go in the game or four minutes to go in the game. And throughout the game, there were interesting situations, challenges, calls that were made. And, um, you know, and any time a call is made, half of the people are going to appreciate it and the other half are not going to likely appreciate it. Um and so they, you know, coaches had questions and fans were doing whatever. And at the end of the game, both coaches came up to us as a crew and said, um, thanked us for the game and said they appreciated how much we communicated with them. And oh, wow. you know, knowing that there are going to be calls that go against them or for them. And, you know, throughout the game, you hope that you get the correct calls when somebody goes back and looks on it on tape, even though they might not agree with it at the moment because their perspective was unique. And um, that I thought was a, was helpful feedback that throughout all of that, they valued the fact that we were willing to come over and communicate them with the calls. Cause many times, some, you know, coach is not happy about a call. You're not necessarily going to want to walk over there and have a conversation around it. And, and the discussion might not be the most productive to begin with. Uh, yes. <laughs> and I think, though, that um, I think us communicating them at least allows them to know what our perspective was. You know, I had a play that was in front of me and and I couldn't see everything that happened. And, and so I made a call that could have been upgraded, possibly. And from my perspective, that's not what it was. Well, the coach obviously had a different angle. He was 45 degrees different than, than I was. Yet he was, you know, 100 yards away almost. Not quite 100 yards, but almost. And, you know, so obviously just different perspectives. And so when he asked me about it, I just shared, this is what I saw. This was the angle that I had. And, you know, one of my partners I would have had a different angle and similar angle to you, and yet they didn't call anything. So I think this is what we have. Mm -hmm. And I think that so often that's just like anything else is that, you know, if you have a, if you're a supervisor or a leader and you have a team member that you're uncertain about, if you at least communicate to them, like, here's the challenges that I see from my perspective and have a conversation around it, that communication can help be, people understand. Doesn't mean they're always going to agree with your perspective and yet i thought that it was just um impactful feedback to get because uh, those situations can sometimes be tense and not have a lot of effective communication going on 
I see two themes here in both of what we shared. Uh, communication. Communication being one. Yes, the power yes. of communication in both cases, the, the, the ability to communicate was central, but also the role of emotions. Sure. In the situation. When when the person I was working with all the other times said, I no longer, you know, you're you're out of my wheelhouse. I need to appoint you as someone else. That caused some emotion, like, oh boy, here we go. This is this could be a nightmare. Uh wow, I shouldn't have walked into this store. Maybe I maybe I need to go somewhere else. If I'm gonna start at ground zero, I might as well start at complete ground zero. And they handled it through communication and that and my emotion went down because they handled it so effectively and it sounds like what those coaches were saying after the game was their emotions were managed through the discussions along the way so rather than letting their frustration over a call bubble up in the first half of the game first they play quarters don't they quarters no they play quarters Quarters, okay. In the first quarter, and by the end of the game, they're just really upset because they don't understand what happened. You were communicating with them so they could understand that. So it subsided. And I think that's part of the whole idea of getting support around our emotions, right? Sure. Is is to get to that place where the emotions are not ruling us. That's really what, to me, support around emotions comes down to is finding a way to recognize those emotions and support them in the sense that, okay, that, yeah, you know what? It, that, you have a reason to be upset about that. That, that, yeah. Okay. Or yeah, that, that's a disappointment. You know, I, I, I was with someone over the weekend and uh, his daughter didn't get into the college of her choice. And they were talking about the disappointment of that. That's a reasonable, you know, sure. and uh, she applied to other schools. I'm sure there are other schools. She, you know, it doesn't mean that she's a bad student. Doesn't mean this that that support around that, just because they were kind of expecting something. Mm -hmm. And when our expectations don't get met, that's usually when our emotions bubble up the most, right? Oh, I thought that I would send this email to 552 of my closest friends, and 551 of them would buy something from me. How dare they not do that? They must not be my friends. Wow, I can't believe this. I, I guess no one reads their email anymore. I, I I can't believe that I sent that email at two o'clock today and by 2.15, I didn't sell all my product. And then as we go, I think that that emotion builds and builds. You know, 2.15, why isn't anyone buying from me? 2.20, why isn't anyone buying from me? 2.30, would someone check? Did you get that? You call your friend. Did you get an email from me in the last 15 minutes? <laughs> they go, yeah, I did. <laughs> like, but you didn't buy anything. And, and, and I've got kids and childcare and all these other things that are affecting. And oh, by the way, I don't need the product you're selling. And the emotion around that, that we have those expectations. I think really what, what we're getting at this week and today especially is the support along our pathway with regard to our emotions is figuring out ways to lessen their effect overall, correct? Uh, yes. Or would you say manage the effect? Lessen, you know, I don't know, you can lessen, if you're disappointed, you're disappointed. You can't really lessen that. 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's it's a little bit of manage it and un, and try to understand it differently. Okay, I like that. That's good. That's what I was searching for. That's the phrase. Understand it differently. It's great. Yeah. So often we can't when you're in that emotional state. It's hard to all you can see is what you saw from your from your perspective and why that elicited the emotional response it did. <clears throat> and you know, and then it's figuring out how do you manage it and you know, think about moving forward. And we talked a little bit about this last week. Um, you know, and I think we even said this on the air, I think maybe I said it off the air, um, is that when I'm on the field, like one of the ways I try to manage it is I try to acknowledge if there was some call that I made or didn't make that I might've done differently as I had more time to process it and that I've developed this sort of system to acknowledge it and then move on from it. And I think that that's, you know, part of what this is, is not, you know, that the, the whole idea of support is allows you to differently understand what's going on. And typically from someone or something that's outside of the situation. And so that the emotion um, isn't as overwhelming as it could be, you know, in my situation, if a coach doesn't like a call, and they turn to their assistant coach who has a similar perspective. Um, they're likely just going to get support and be like, yeah, that was not, that was the incorrect call. And cause they're not really objective and they, they have their, their perspective is a little clouded by the fact that it was for or against their team. And, you know, so having someone else who's a little bit outside of that or something else like videotape that might allow you to be like, huh, hmm. it wasn't what I thought I saw. It was something different. And I think it's that type of, you know, support that we're talking about is how do you not get stuck in those emotions, which usually leads you to just be continually frustrated and sometimes to the point of where you just give up. So let me see if I can crystallize that a little bit. When we're usually, and just as you were speaking, it kind of came to me. When we are in our emotions, we tend to have one perspective. Yes. They were wrong. You, or it should have gone this way. We, we, have, we have an expectation and it's not met. And so we really need to gather support so that we can start to see other perspectives around that. So when I tell you something before the program that's frustrating me and you go, well, okay, I get it. Yeah, that, but what about? Or did, did, you, did you think about this? Or maybe that person's perspective wasn't the same as yours because I think we tend to be in our own heads, right? Certainly. But, I certainly have days where I'm like, I'm the, my thoughts are the only one. Everyone should be thinking exactly what I think. I, I think we're all prone to that time. Of course. Because, because we only have one perspective that we can bring to the situation. Now, I can suggest other perspectives, but it's different when I say, well, this could be what they were thinking. This could be what was going on. This could be it. But when you had to explain to the coach hey, this is the angle I had. You had this angle. That's a very, it's a very simple, you know, it's the same situation when we're in our emotions, right? 
your emotional trigger was X because they used a word that since you were four years old, you've heard that word. And when that word was said, you immediately went into a certain posture. Here you are older and that, and the person's like, I didn't even know that word resonated. I, I, I just used it. You're adding all this meaning to this word. And I didn't even know, I just used the word. Or I thought that word, to me, that word means this. And that's where we come back to the communication, right? So much of this is really around the communication and gathering the support to me a lot is just broadening the communication. Because if I'm communicating with just myself in my head, it's a single track. And it's usually the same track over and over and over. I see the world my way. And when other perspectives come to play, it, it changes that perspective in my head. The, the one track, it's just like if you play a song, you play just the guitar, it's different than when you add drums and you add bass and you add harmonies. And suddenly you go from Bob in his apartment to Simon and Garfunkel. For you, old, for you younger people, you're going, who are they? Really weird names, weird names, but look them up. It's worth it. But suddenly you have this beautiful piece of music that's very robust in a way that me just playing my guitar and singing doesn't have it. And I think that's the other way to look at the support. The support is that symphony, that that broadening of the music so that it just doesn't sound like me sitting strumming my guitar. I see we have a comment from Edward uh, always, always has great insights. If your emotions are not grounded, you can fly off anywhere. Peace be with you. Ooh. I, sure. <laughs> I have days when my emotions are not well grounded. Really? Yes. <laughs> hmm. Working on that. That's it. Okay. So, I think we're all working on that. It's because I think we all go through that. It's, you know, it, it's part of, you know, and I think we've sort of talked about this and weaved this through our last few weeks is that emotion plays is always going to play a part is mm -hmm. that we're human and we're going to have emotional reactions to things and others are going to have emotional reactions to things <clears throat> and then it's just a matter of do we get stuck in that emotion you know you, i see it all the time on the field especially from fans you make one call that they disagree with and they can't let it go and then it just snowballs into every call that you make is seems like it's against them and you know, that you're a terrible official and like, okay. Um, you know, and if, and they just are going to live in that world and likely talk about it with others and others who have a similar perspective. Oh yeah. Those calls were always going against our team are not the ones that you might want to talk to. You might want to talk to the other team or somebody who's a neutral observer. who's just like, mm, maybe. And here's another way to look at it. You know, I think we can always let emotion run away. I was at my alma mater, was playing in the NCAA Division Three basketball tournament this weekend at Hopkins. So I got a chance to go down and watch them on Sunday. And Hamilton oh, College this Hamilton weekend. College in correct. the what? Which tournament was this? The not Division Three men's basketball tournament. Which one? The NCAA Division Three men's basketball tournament. Okay, I thought I thought there was a. So is Division Three not their division within Division Three? This was the not their conference. No, they are in okay. the 
National okay, I'm sorry. I, I thought, sorry, it's, I was thinking conference. Go ahead. So we're talking the big tournament for them. For them, yes, the big tournament, the okay. biggest tournament they can be in. Okay. And there were some interesting calls, again, from as an alumnus, I'm a little biased in that regard. And yet as an official, I also have a different take on it a little bit. And I think if you ask a lot of people in that game, their initial reaction would be that the officials made calls that that cost them the game. And watching it from a different perspective, my feeling was like they had about five minutes where their offensive sets were quick, take took quick shots, didn't let, you know, didn't really give their offense a chance to set up. So they no, never really had a chance at an offensive rebound. And then at the end of the game, they missed a ton of free throws. And you so know, Hamilton lost to Loyola. They ended up losing, correct. Um, and I think that there's lots of ways you could look at that, as you could, you know, and I think for some, especially the parents uh, and a few fans who whose perspective is they were all going against us. And you're in a group, and so you keep talking about it, and you just keep reinforcing this idea that this perspective that it was the officials' fault. And sometimes I think it has other perspectives or time because time sometimes changes the results, not the results of the game, just the results of our perspective on it. That they might look and see that, yeah, there were some things the team could have done differently that had probably as much of an impact, if not more, than the officials had on the game. And I think it's just, you know, because those things are emotional, just like a lot of things that we do. If you don't have a sale and you're expecting the sale and you're, you know, you're questioning all the things that happened because of the emotion around not getting a sale, then it's going to be very difficult for you to find that other perspective unless you have either a, a system or a strategy to do that. And typically people look at what is the support they have that helps them um, identify or gets them into those systems and strategies that they're struggling to get to because of the emotional response they have. Or the support you have reinforces that perspective you have at exclusion of other perspectives. You know, the networking group that you go to and they're, oh, the economy is horrible. It's just really bad. No one's buying now. It's just, you're not going to be able to sell now. It's really bad versus or the the team at work where everyone grouses about the weekly meeting at lunch and it's the same people complaining about the same things about the boss every day without looking at the fact that you know that boss got you a really nice raise when no other department got raises and that boss preserved your office space when other departments were moving to less expensive locations we tend to you know, we tend to flock to the people that reinforce that perspective that we have because hearing other perspectives can often cause us to question, well, sure. oh, maybe, maybe. I, so I think that's part of this as well. And getting support is getting support that brings other perspectives to the, to the fore, not saying they're always right, but at least having the discussion around them. You know, one of the things I think you and you do really well for me is you give me other perspectives. And they're not always what you believe. I, I think often they're not what you believe, but hey, have you ever considered this? It's not about you and you imposing your perspective on me. 
it's around you giving me alternatives or you know you go to a conference and the, you're thinking the speaker is going to tell you about one thing and they tell you about something they they spin in a completely new way and you're like whoa everything i thought i knew about this topic is suddenly not what i thought it was i need to reassess i think that's how we grow as leaders and business owners is by having perspectives come into our day that challenge us because if we if we're constantly hearing the same thing you're not growing sure it's just reinforcing you know i i would not be where i am today if everyone told me the same thing that they told me 30 years ago because well 35 years ago newspapers great field to get into it's gonna it's gonna take off not so much glad glad some people had different perspectives on that because yes indeed here we are doing this. And back in 1987, 1988, this wasn't a possibility. Correct. I see Edward's got another comment for us uh, jumping in. Uh, there it goes. As a nine-season quarterback, the entire offense in the huddle, if they catch, me upset after a play, they turn. They in turn also get shaken. Be cool. So here's a quarterback. The entire office offense is in a huddle. If they make a catch, things are good. He's upset. Am I reading that right, Tom? Yeah, you're. you're the if the offense in the huddle sees him upset after a play. Okay, I'm sorry. I was the 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 punctuation was throwing me. You're such a literal person. <laughs> you were so focused on the punctuation and not the words of it. But it was <laughs> sorry, <out>. Edward. <laughs> so do you have your one thing, Thank Bob? You for giving me another perspective, Tom, on that one. <laughs> Certainly, my pleasure. Well, I think I think it's really simple. What pathway? What support on our pathway means is whether or not we're going to move towards what we're trying to achieve more efficiently or less efficiently. When I get stuck in my emotions. I get stuck. It slows everything down. It often stops everything. And then I've got to restart it. And the time to restart it takes a lot of effort and a lot of, there's a lot of, oh, do I want to do this again? And I think having people around me that keep me grounded in understanding different perspectives and not getting stuck in my own head and my own emotions really helps me achieve a lot more in a shorter amount of time. What about you? Uh, you know, so I think mine is along those lines. And it was something as you started talking near the end of the show, I and I was rethinking about what the topic title is. You know, I think the pathway support <clears throat> what it what to me it means is it's not it's not surrounding yourself with people who are going to what we might typically think of as the definition of support is um, be there to pat you on the back, be there to tell you everything's okay, be there to, you know, that is a type of support. And yet I think on your pathway, that support, I think, sometimes just helps you get keep stuck in one side or the other. If you are frustrated they're trying to help you see that, oh, no, everything's going to be okay. And it's, <clears throat> I think that's just shifting the emotion. Same thing if you are, 
ecstatic because you just made five sales and there and people are like oh yeah you're great it's awesome i think you just keep staying in the emotion and i think when we get stuck in the emotion it's hard i think the support that i think is really valuable and this is what it means is those people who are able to help you get out of whatever emotional state you're in figure out how to learn from what just happened and then how that leads to whatever the next step might be. So I think the support is not to just give them what they need, what they think they need or what they think, what we think they want to hear. It's really to almost interrupt the pattern that they're in so that they can start to understand differently what's going on, learn from it, and then figure out how to move forward. I like that. Sounds like it would be really helpful. Well, I think it just helps us get out of, I just think when we are, when we, the longer we languish in emotion, <clears throat> the less likely we are to learn. And I think the less likely we are to learn, the longer it's going to take us to get to our desired destination. And, you know, I think those pieces of it are hard, especially with emotion when it comes to emotion, because it can be so powerful and <clears throat> surrounded with people who have a similar perspective. It only enhances that power. If all you're doing is talking about your emotional response to what just happened and not, let's take a look at it from a different perspective. That's pretty good. Wow. I got a lot to lot to chew on out of that last five minutes. There you go. Thank you. You, you changed my perspective on some things. I have to reassess. All right, everyone. If you have a one thing you'd like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments because we know that your antidote will add value to someone and have an impact for what they are trying to do. Whether you share it now or if you're someone who's watching the replay, please feel free to put it in the comments because we know that it'll be beneficial for someone. And uh, if you haven't been listening to the podcast, we understand there's no opportunity to share your thoughts and ideas or your antidote. So please feel free to join us inside our Ring of Renegades Facebook group where you can share it there. And I think where there's a community, uh, and we'll talk more about the support of a community later on in the month, um, but you can share your thoughts and ideas there. And you might find someone in there who is providing the support that you might need at the moment because of a question that they ask or a different perspective that they provide that makes you pause and think a little bit differently about your emotion as it relates to whatever just happened. So we look forward to seeing you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. If not, we will see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m.-ish, for our next episode of Today's Antidote. Enjoy the day, everyone. Hey, folks, embrace the renegading you. It's really worth it on this beautiful Monday morning. we got a full week coming. Embrace the renegade right at the start. I like that. All right. We'll see you soon, everyone. Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, 
go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.